This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. I've had a chance to fill in on this morning show for more than been the last couple of years. I've been blessed to do it with Ian Fitzsimmons, Amber Wilson, Jay Williams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This has single-handedly oh become my, my favorite moment ever of filling in on this program. And who knew that not American football, but football would start a pretty much war between Pat Costello, <laughs> Nuno Teixeira, Ian Fitzsimmons, and I'm just oh, tasty on. pudding in the middle of this. This all got started. Nuno put it out there that Leo Messi, early successful in Miami, nine goals in six games, is bad for the league. Ian Fitzsimmons and Pat Costello have been apoplectic well, hold on. ever since. Because <laughs> Nuno's an idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. Name so, calling. <laughs> so let me go with the big picture here. So again, yeah, to, yes. uh, to your point, Nuno says Messi's bad for the MLS. Because, I don't get it. Because now, that, that made Costello spontaneously combust. It really did. I just questioned it, and I gave the example of my daughter, who is now going to go to NFC Dallas game after Messi came to town, and she couldn't go watch him play because right. I wasn't going to pay five hundred bucks for her to just to walk into the stadium. I said, "You can go, uh-huh. but you're paying for it. Break out that piggy bank babysitting money because dad, dad, and mom of uh, uh-uh, not happening. Yeah, but but she." Now said, you know what? I'm going to go to an FC Dallas game. She hasn't been in years. Right. And it's because of Messi. Okay. Nuno just uh-huh. shot that whole thing down. So and that, basically, yes. you know what you're saying is that when you have a, <laughs> one of the go. greatest to ever play the game. Here we go. That that particular individual, because he's so great, is actually bad for the sport. I'm not saying he's that. Not saying I, that. I, I, that's, that's, that's exactly what you said. I know this is where you guys are exactly what he said. That's exactly what you said. I'm on your side here. You did not say that. I, thank you. This is where I know where you start losing conversations, right? Or arguments is that you you change the narrative, and I do a great job of that or avoiding conversations. I'm saying, well, yeah. You, it, if you ignore all the facts, then yeah, you can win an argument for sure. I'm saying, is it translating into things? Ian, your daughter now wants to go watch FC Dallas. Pat, as I'm screening callers, is talking about, oh, I've been, like, I was looking at, you know, tickets to go to the the Union to watch Messi. Oh, because now Messi's there. Like, you're not going there to watch them because they're playing DC United. Like, like, that's what 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 I'm talking about. The second half of the argument that you yelled at me about and cut me off for is that (laughs) (laughs) all of a sudden, if I go and see that one game, maybe I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to, this is really fun. I'm going to come back again. Except you yelled at me. But Messi's not playing. I recall when the union were, you know, in the finals last year, and that was the time that the, you know, the Eagles obviously were having right. their success, uh-huh. and the uh, and the Phillies were in the finals, and I brought that up, and Pat was like, "Yeah, no one cares about that." Uh-huh. Like it was so. That's, I didn't. That's like, not even true. That's I was. Not, I watched the whole game. It's yeah, not even final, true. You're just like, lying, and now you're just making right, stuff up to fit your argument. Neutral corners. Neutral corners here. See, All right, hold on one second. This Alan was so Yates. slick, Ian. It Alan, really was. you're the one that is in that control room. One, <laughs> yeah. I want to give myself some credit here. Yes. Hut, 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 hut. Exactly. Offsides. Uh-huh. Nuno. Just, just, I mean, it was just, too just, easy. Not, not for nothing. We had Cole Q and said, we're going to fight. Well, we are fighting right now when it comes to Alan, the, the football and not American football. It was so easy. <laughs> Alan, how, how tense is it in the control room right now between those two? So usually this is like me arguing with someone about like basketball. Or, or, so, the, or the earth being flat, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the earth. We got grapes the size of golf balls now, but that's a different conversation. It Every oh, Tuesday God. in Connecticut, it apparently. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm telling y'all don't, now. See, Ian, don't rains. start that. Don't it, start that. Ian, 
Yeah. I'm going to text Freddie for the foreseeable future every Tuesday when it rains, but that's besides the point. This, this It's insane in this joint. Like, Nuno's answering calls. Like, yeah, where are you from? Dave in college. Park. Pat, what do you mean about Messi? And I'm like, Lord, this is – if I, I'm about to go to the cab and order some popcorn, man. Oh, God. It makes me feel good. Hey, Pat, you want to go to D.C. United uh, Red Bulls down in Harrison on Sunday? You get $12 tickets. You in? Uh-huh. Uh yeah, uh-huh. Cricket. Come on. I, yeah. Nothing. Oh, yeah, Bump kiss. Let's go for the show. Twelve he's bucks, the, yeah. He's I not doing make it. Make Nuno drive. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. So you're saying it's it's that Messi's bad for the MLS because I don't don't want to watch the Red Bulls? I don't understand. like that doesn't make any sense to me. You, but you're not it's not you're not we're not sitting turning. on ESPN two and ESPN U having an MLS debate, which we've but, never had in the history of the morning show. And you're telling me somehow this is bad for the MLS. Because are you now turning on to watching other games? Are you now signing up for oh, Apple God. to watch other MLS games no, no, that Messi's not playing? No, no, let me ask you a question. This is tremendous. All right, hold on. What's up? Just, 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 let's get a 20 here, okay? Yeah, we don't 20. Need a we need a full timeout. Right, no, we need, full. We'll we need full. 60. Right, we don't need 20. Catch your breath. Yates, stop laughing. Right? I don't think and that's possible. See if we can keep everybody, you know, in their neutral corners. Good luck. So, Nuno, what you're saying is when Steph Curry or LeBron come to, let's say, where I live in Dallas to play the Mavericks mm-hmm. and more people are showing up to go watch – a phenomenal athlete, a, a generational-type talent. That's bad for the game. See, you guys are conflating. He and really I'm is. Using they the really argument. are. Not. They I'm really talking about are. all of a sudden, if Steph Curry signs with you know, Olympiacos in the Greek League, are, you're watching him play those games, but are you now watching the Greek League? No. Like, no, that's what I'm talking about. You guys got, think you're I got, slick. I got your back, Nuno. Go ahead, Freddie. Handle I got these your guys. back, Nuno. I know what they're trying to do, and I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe either, neither should you. We're not doing it. trying to keep stirring this pot of yeah, oh, we, got no, yeah, right we got good gumbo right now. David College Park waiting on this discussion that's torn apart the morning show here on ESPN Radio. What you got, brother? Uh, what's going on, fellas? What's going uh, on? Listen, what first do you mean, all, what's going you know, on? Listen, Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I'm about to lay it out to you, first of all. Come on. First of all, the guy that made that ridiculous comment is like 80 years old, and he was watching Pele when he was in diapers. Okay, hey. so he doesn't have He doesn't have touch reality what's going on. Messi is a rock star. I actually follow this sport. I watched the Premier League, and when he came over to this thing, first of all, Inter-Miami was in the cellar in the MLS. They were doing terrible. Now they're about to win the League's Cup, okay? And you're right. You guys have never talked about this on on, on the airwaves. So this guy has – I we me and my friends went to a bar to watch the game the other night, and they know nothing about soccer. But they know Messi, and they are now getting the MLS package next season, okay? And, and the point is this. He is growing the game. This is way bigger than when David Beckham came over. David Beckham was towards the end of his career and was nowhere near the, the ability that Messi has. So, he, so he's growing the league. He's putting more eyes, and people are talking about it. Let me tell you something. Publicity is better than no publicity, That's and this true. is so much better for this sport. And he, So when you say that people aren't going to go to those other games, you're dead wrong because I'm telling you, people, just like Ian's talking about his kid, People are going to want their kids. They're going to be like, oh, I want to be like that. I want a jersey. Let's go to some games. And I'm telling you, when you watch these other teams, MLS has never had this kind of 
eyes on them. They That's really true. haven't. Beckham uh, didn't do this kind of magnitude. I mean, I'm Dave, telling Dave, you. Dave, I, have listen, a, I have a question for you. Obviously, you you watch the game and all yeah, that. He's hardcore. Right, like, yes. But here's the deal. When you start watching other teams that don't have the players or that ability on, like, on that field – do you not feel like obviously you're different, but like your friends who don't watch soccer or don't watch MLS and realize that that level of play isn't what like everything else is? Does that now all of a sudden you'll be like, well, I'm only watching when Messi's playing, right? Like, well, I'm gonna tell you, like I said, my friends are getting that package because first of all, they're very into it because they see the passion. First of all, there's more fans in these soccer games than there are at the Marlins. And in the athletics, okay. Well, that's so not fair. That's there. Not, just, Dave, Dave, that's okay, not but fair. Listen, what I'm trying to prove to you, what I'm trying to say is, there's passion in this. Like, there's intensity. Do? So when people start to learn the game, it's actually entertaining. So it's like people's. But my friends didn't understand how the rules and offsides and the penalties and all that stuff. But they love the passion. They love the the fight back and forth in the defense. So when people don't understand it, they don't follow it. But now, like I said. I was a new learner four years ago. Now I follow the D.C. United, okay. and, and so I go to their games. Listen, it's not for everybody. All I'm saying to you is this guy is, is a game changer, and he's changed the culture for MLS for a while. Now, will he hopefully more people, more stars are going to come over. Another one of his teammates coming over for Inter-Miami. I'm saying they need more of the bigger players to come into this league. So that's how this game can grow. But – I'm just saying to you that this is this is a game changer, and this is getting the average person interested in this. You guys just said it earlier. You all never talked about the MLS ever, and he's the reason for it. So how can this not be positive? Nuno? I think Nuno, Nuno's not backing off his point, by the way, nah, and I don't blame I, him. I, I, I appreciate that about yeah, him. I don't blame him. But, but, but he, Dave is, is right. We appreciate the phone call. Absolutely. Great call, by the way. I sport it is. Mm-hmm. When you have some someone that is a generational type talent, more people are going to go and watch. Now, like, I, watch I, that the generational the type Chiefs, talent. But, yeah, let, let me let me. I'm trying to think of a really bad NFL team right now. Like who? If, if you have Arizona the worst Cardinals. Team, okay, perfect. You're welcome. So, the Chiefs are going to Arizona. Let's say maybe fifty thousand people are going right to, to Cardinals games. But when Mahomes shows up, that's going to be a sellout, guaranteed. Because he's, he's, he's a generational-type talent. He is a name that transcends the sport. You know, people who aren't even fans of the National Football League, which are maybe five in the entire, the entire country, <laughs> okay. you know, don't, well, they know the name Patrick Mahomes, whether it's TV commercials, endorsements, or just him being that spectacular at his craft. Yeah. That's but- what Messi has also done to MLS because he is that much better. He is a, one of the greats to ever play glo- internationally, and now he's here. That's not a bad thing for the MLS. Joe Ovios wants to defend Nuno. He's going to weigh in here with Freddie coming to Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Big Joe, what you got, my friend? Hey, guys. What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm shocked that nobody's made the point. I am shocked nobody's made the point for Nuno that when you score nine goals in six games at this level, it shows you that he's playing on Madden Rookie. That's a bad look for MLS when an aging superstar can collect the bag on his way out and make this look like a joke for every other guy playing in MLS. To Fitzsimmons' point, I get it. You're watching MLS, but all those other leagues that you mentioned, the NBA, the NFL, those are all embedded American sports that have TV deals. 
MLS doesn't have a TV deal. They had to go to Apple, and they weren't even doing so hot on Apple. They get messy, and they finally started seeing the subs go up. So you got to be really, really specific what we're talking about here. We're watching Messi. You're going to go see Messi. You're not seeing MLS. So let's just understand that the MLS is rookie Madden mode for Messi, and Nuno is absolutely right. This is terrible for MLS. I know you guys have a break. I know the clock. I know the clock. <laughs> he does. I know the clock is insane. That does. We're going to continue this conversation because it's got a lot of people fired up. Nuno, our producer from the Pretty Hate Love Machine, he says Messi dominating the league is a bad thing for MLS. Ian Fitzsimmons, Pat Costello, one of our guys behind the scenes, they completely disagree. Where do you stand? Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can bring your Pele, you can bring your Neymar, but you better bring your Messi one way or the other. We'll continue to talk about that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. Don't forget to help people affected by the Hawaii wildfires. Donate at redcross.org slash ESPN, redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond and help people recover. Your donation enables the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from this disaster and will provide people and communities affected with food, water, emergency shelter, and relief supplies. Like we mentioned, go to redcross.org slash ESPN. With Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman, appreciate you joining us this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Nuna Teixeira, one of our guys on the seas, our producer of this program, I don't think he could have imagined what kind of storm that he would have been able to create by saying that Leo Messi dominating early in the MLS for Inter-Miami, scoring nine goals in six games, would be a bad thing for the league. Ian Fitzsimmons, my esteemed co-host, says that Nuno is out of his mind. Pat Costello, our guy behind the scenes, I don't think he and Nuno are going to be friends anymore. I don't know if they were friends in the first place. But he, I don't know if Nuno knew what he was doing. But it has created a lot of reaction about Leo Messi dominating being a good or bad thing early on for the MLS, early on and for their future. Let me give you another example, Nuno. Because <laughs> it's not going to stop. So last year, the Texas Rangers stunk. I mean, they were, they were awful. But when Shohei Otani was coming to town and he was pitching, you went from 
20,000 people, uh, you know, at the, at the trash can, Globe Life. It looks like a trash can from the outside. Inside, it's absolutely gorgeous. But you had maybe 20,000 people going to now all of a sudden the joint was full. That's bad for baseball? Okay, and when he left after that series, what did it go back to? Well, now the Rangers are one of the best teams in baseball, so people are going No, 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 Nice try. Nice try. Nice try. What does it look like Attendance just through the roof, right? exactly. You know what it did? It made ownership go, you know what? We're spending money in the wrong place. That's what they realized. When Aaron Judge came to town with the Yankees, they weren't going to see the Rangers last year. They were going to see Aaron Judge. But as bad for baseball, As Joe said, an established league. The MLS has been around for 20 years years and is still trying to establish itself now i get it like like the messy phenomenon he's great he's one of the greatest players ever that like the greatest one of the greatest ever one of the greatest Um, he's the goat stop that (laughs) that pele guy was pretty good but go ahead stop stop making trouble pack like he's one of the greatest like you want to see that but like that's fine you're all in on inter miami also the fact that like they're the worst team in the league. They're still the worst team in the league. They're mm. just making a great they've made a great cup run. Like it's not my thing is like and it's the majority of the people aren't going to turn on other teams just because of Messi. And if they are, they're going to realize that the quality isn't there. You watch the EPL because you know the quality across the board is there, right? Yeah. You know, other mm. leagues with the Bundesliga or La Liga, uh, La Liga like there's mm. more of a top heavy, but you're watching that. That's like okay, I you're get, losing me. See, but that, I you know. Right. You no, know, you know what this really is. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> Nuno's Portuguese and loves Ronaldo, and that's all it is. He doesn't like Messi. He likes oh, Ronaldo. Here it's we not go. What it is. Oh, we're going it's on, not that. That's we're going is. along national lines of, uh, now. Yeah, that feels kind of. Uh, that, that, I know what that is. You just yeah. hate Messi. That's like an HR that, violation. That, that, that's <laughs> completely a, P, a PR violation here. No question. Uh, Pat, we'll be That's seeing you in ER later. Exactly. It's just yeah. interesting to me, Freddie. The ER Nuno, or HR? Hang on a minute. Wait, well, well, he'll go to HR, but then Nuno's going to put him in the ER if this no, keeps no. up. What you got, Employee Alan? relations. Employee relations. Yes. ER. The, the sick, sick part about this whole thing is Nuno ain't really having a problem with Messi until he started doing things against a Philadelphia team. Yeah, and now to do with all it. of a sudden. Oh, so now I'm just really? like, what is going on really? out this, Joe, man? Boy, like, just, is this some type of. Nuno just hates Philly and Messi. That's really what it comes down to. Fantastic. Now people are going to be adding him on Twitter because of that. Thank you so much john in new jersey what do you got to say about leo messi dominating the mls is that a good or a bad thing for the league in general i mean it, we have to look at this historically uh if you look at the nasl back in the late 70s early 80s yeah pele chiniglia all those guys coming to the cosmos was a bad thing because one there was no tv deal two they didn't own their own stadiums and People only wanted to watch the Cosmos. So the Cosmos were getting 78,000 at Giant Stadium every week while the rest of the league was suffering. But if you look at the league now today, most of the teams have their own stadiums. LAFC, Atlanta, Seattle, Columbus, Cincinnati, they fill up their stadiums every week with way before Messi. Every week they fill up their stadiums. Right. And MLS is also is like Major League Baseball in a sense where you watch your team play. You don't really watch the other teams play. And now, and everything was a local TV deal up until this year. Now it's a national TV deal. I have Red Bull season tickets, actually. I'm sick, you know, but, and and they stink. And (laughs) they do nothing to improve the team. But that's besides the point. Uh, I think now, 
about a week ago, they announced that starting next year, there's going to be four designated player slots. You can Starting next year, you could play up to four players as much as you want, exempt from the salary cap. So the idea is they're going to – other teams now, with all this Apple money coming in, are going to also buy players. It's going to be a competition between MLS and the Saudi League on who's going to improve their teams. Other teams are going to bring in superstars. There's no doubt, and they own their stadiums, and – yeah, if it wasn't the late eighty, I mean early eighties, it would be terrible for the league. But I think now with all the other parts in place, Messi coming in, bringing in more eyeballs, and then forcing other teams to compete, eventually it's going to trickle down. It's going to be fine. The well, league's going to grow like crazy. Well, and- well, I certainly hope so. By the way, thanks for the phone call. We'll see because they thought that was going to be the same case with Pele and the New York Cosmos, and that did not happen for NASL, NASL, the North American Soccer League, that was out of business about five yeah. to six years afterwards. I just don't get how you can have someone come in, put more eyeballs on TVs, more butts in seats, and, that, and that's a bad thing. I, Nuno, I do understand what you're saying. I completely understand what you're saying. But anytime you can get someone to go watch your product and, and you're that, that generational-type talent isn't there the next week, but if you can get 10 people, 20 people, 100 people, more – to go and watch or go back to a game, I don't see how that is a bad thing. If you get one more butt in a seat compared to even 10,000 more people in, in, in your, at your venue after Messi is gone, to me, that's not a bad thing. Heck, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson did it mm-hmm. when the NBA did not have a TV deal. Games were on tape delay, right? Yeah, the, the NBA Finals were, yeah. I mean, the NBA and, Finals were on tape delay. Yeah, and now all of a sudden you get these remarkable generational-type talents with the, these, these personalities and a great trash talker and a showman and the NBA goes to a whole nother level. Con- I mean, it, I don't know if that, I'm not saying that's going to happen with with MLS by any stretch. But my point is, it's not a bad thing that you have one of the greatest to ever play the game now in your league. Nuno's not backing off that. He, he's staying no, on that, that that perch. But that was that was fun that kind of discussion. Either way, Nuno was getting it, and he was not backing down. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Cohen, thanks for joining us. A little Freddie Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, both the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN. We go back to American football. Three rookie quarterbacks will be starting day one this season in the NFL. Should that be the case? We'll talk to a man who's going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. So we're going to have not one, not two, but three rookie quarterbacks starting on opening day. C.J. Stroud with Houston. Bryce joined the Carolina Panthers. And, of course, the latest one, Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to talk to somebody who, A, is going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame sooner than later. B, does a great podcast called Cut To It alongside Coley Mick. And C, was uh, doing his thing as a wide receiver in the NFL. He is Steve Smith Jr., the NFL Network analyst. A great follow on Twitter at Steve Smith, C. Smith Sr., excuse me, 89. Steve, I'm going to start right there with the rookie quarterbacks. I mentioned Bryce Young in Carolina. You play for the organization. Houston, Texas, and C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson in the Indianapolis Colts. What are your thoughts on three rookie quarterbacks getting to start opening day in 2023? Well, good morning. Um, I mean, it's, it, it kind of tells you where um, the quarterback position is. You know, it's, it's key. It's essential. Uh, they touch the ball every uh, every single time. However, it also tells you that the guys that were there prior to them just didn't get it done. And it's more of understanding that the you know the foundation of a winning organization starts at the quarterback position, and people are using a lot of equity to put themselves in position uh, to get their quarterback uh, of the future to help them go. You've seen every kind of coverage, every formation, and you've played with a lot of QBs over, over your years and a and a, long, a very long career in the National Football League. What's the best advice you can give to a rookie quarterback going into well, their first season as a starter at this level. Well, I mean, this may be shocking to you, but I can't give them anything because I've never played quarterback. Hmm. And every organization is different, right? And and I understand, I you know, I played, but the game is – it hasn't necessarily changed. But depending on incompetence and competence depends on how successful your quarterback is going to be. And we've seen it. You can get the wrong head coach or the wrong system, and it turns out to damage a quarterback for the remainder of his career early on. Former NFL wide receiver Steve Smith Sr. Hit him on Twitter. Steve Smith Sr. 89. Also co-hosts a Cut to It podcast alongside Coley Mick with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. So out of those three guys we mentioned, Steve, which rookie quarterback, in your opinion, because I love what you said about incompetence and competence with the kind of coaching staff that's around a quarterback. Which is the best quarterback in the best place to succeed early on when opening day happens in 2023? Well, I, you know, I, I got to go with the two organizations who don't have a running back demand in a trade. You got to go with the Carolina Panthers or the Houston, uh, Houston Texans. The Colts, their, quarter, their quarterback is Anthony Richardson. Athletic, he has some, you know, he's not perfect, uh, but he has some, you know, intermediate throws that he needs to work on, take a little bit of uh, sauce off the ball. But their their running back asked for a trade. He isn't showing up. They're bail cow. And we don't really know who's going to fill in into that position. The best thing for a running for a quarterback, a young quarterback, 
is a dominant running game or a good running game. And right now we can't say the Colts have a dominant or running game because we don't know who the starting running back is going to be uh, opening day. Great point. And by the way, Amen. going back to my advice question, I really was expecting to go, just throw me the ball. I got you. Just, just, just uh, hit me. I, I've got you covered. They're done. End of conversation. You don't, you don't want you don't want to throw me the you don't want him to throw me the ball. I'm forty four, bro. <laughs> hey, Steven, if you could play with one quarterback right now, if you could pick one guy to go, you know what? No, I'm not no, no. Not I'm going not, I can't do that. All right. Who here's here's why here's here's why you can't do that, right? So many things have, and I I bring up a guy, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. So many people say things about Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins really over the last couple of years has been one of the most efficient quarterbacks. He doesn't get a lot of pub, you know. He gets he gets uh, kind of thrown in there that he's holding down that Minnesota Vikings uh, team, but their defense has given up. Uh, so many yards, yeah. so many, you know, so many yards over the last couple of years that Kurt gets lumped in there as if Kurt is out there throwing a whole bunch of interceptions and he's not. And so, I I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, which quarterback would I love to play with right now? Because really, saying which quarterback right now. I, I don't know these guys' work ethics. I don't know their habits, mm-hmm. and I'm also old school dude. Man, I, I want to catch passes. You know, I'm jealous of my guy, uh, Reggie Wayne, right, who should be in the Hall of Fame. He caught passes and got to play next to uh, Rodney, uh, to Harrison and Peyton Manning, right, Trent Green, uh, Boomer Sison. There's so many great quarterbacks that actually have proven they're, they're great in the Hall of Fame. And all of a sudden, we want to give a guy who's had a cup of coffee and a little bit of uh, equal in his coffee. All of a sudden, <laughs> who wants to play with him? Man, I, bro, I, I don't, I don't know if he even knows how to do make a cappuccino, right? So, I, I, but I think all of these quarterbacks that these teams have have drafted, I do believe they're going to be fun to watch. I do believe they're going to make some mistakes, but the fact of the matter is. These young guys have more excitement coming into the league like the Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, a little bit of, let's be honest, a couple of years ago we were talking about the excitement of 49ers of Trey Lance. Just because you have excitement and you got a little butterflies in your stomach doesn't always mean that you're going to have this, the excitement is going to equal up to a great experience. Well done. Steve Smith, Sr., who had over 1,000 catches in NFL career, 1,031 to be example. By the way, does a great job as an NFL Network analyst, part of the Cut to It podcast with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. Which team, in your opinion, Steve, is the biggest threat to Kansas City to keep them from making it back-to-back? I mean, you got to go with the Jets because of what they look like on paper and then obviously with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers has a bad day. Man, a bad day for a bad day for Aaron Rodgers is like a bad, you know, when you're not when you are not a I'm not a great golfer. I'll take a bad day, bad golfer day on the PGA Tour than my golf. Right? <laughs> you got you got Josh Allen in Buffalo. You're not sure what that I call them the track meet team now, the Miami Dolphins. I think the AFC is 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 loaded, and it's going to be exciting to exciting to. See which team can dethrone them, or you know who's going to push them to the brink of, of, of possibility of not making it. Uh, and that's the obviously you got to go with the Super Bowl champs, Kansas City uh, Chiefs.
All right, Steve. Recently, we have seen you, shall we say, uncomfortable on the NFL Network set, freezing your tail off in Buffalo last yeah. year. Oh yeah. Training camp, sweating your butt off this year. If you had, if you had your choice to play in like a 118 heat index or negative 18, which one are you going with? Extreme heat, extreme cold. Man, that is a terrible question. (laughs) I'm a cramper, and I'm a natural sweater anyway. Uh So it's like I'm driving to the airport because I got to do the the Panthers game and Giants game tomorrow. And uh, it's 79 degrees, and I'm a little hot. Man, 118, I will full-body cramp. Um, I love skiing, but I like to ski with winter gear on. Um, so if I can have, like, a blanket and some of that stuff, I mean, the excitement of the game, I think, cold weather, but negative 18, uh, I played that in, in Colorado. Um, I would go with cold over the heat. I can't do the heat. I love I'm the, too much of a sweater. I love the, that was a terrible <laughs> question. <laughs> hey, you mentioned playing the cold, like, the cold weather stuff. You're a Utah Ute. A lot of people don't remember that. Yeah. Conference realignment. How do you feel about your, your alma mater? I know you're a proud Ute, man, and I, Kyle Whittingham's one of our guys. Uh, how do you feel about them leaving the Pac-12 and heading into the Big 12 and surviving? The, the word is surviving. I think it's essential. Uh, you know, obviously the Pac-12, what what happened losing the two L.A. teams kind of really put that down into a roller coaster. It just went, it, it, it spiraled pretty, just about what, in it, over a 15-hour period. Right. Uh, I'm happy for us. You know, when I look at who we have to play, I think that does also enhance that we're going to have to, you know, recruit a little bit harder because the type of teams that we're going to play – uh, it's not going to be the Pac-12. It's not going to be Oregon State. It's not going to be Oregon. They're going to be some some pretty big time schools, and so we're going to have to raise raise our recruiting because the type of players that we have had have been great. But we're playing now some teams that man, they just we found out over the last couple of years going to the Rose Bowl that it's a little bit different in the, uh, over there, and we're going to have to make the adjustments. And I believe Kyle Whittingham is and man i'm always rooting for my youth i go to a lot of games out there uh so you know uh i'm i'm, I'm super excited for them. yeah no doubt about that from utah to 1031 catches in the nfl now part of the nfl network analyst group he does a great job with that and check out his cut to it podcast hosted by him and coley mick cut to it gives fans a perspective and inside knowledge of the game that they can't find anywhere else now part of the underdog network Cut to it is the new home for all things NFL and streams weekly on YouTube and underdog channels. Part of that is Steve Smith Sr. Hit him on Twitter. Steve Smith Sr. 89, who would rather play in the cold and not the heat. He joined Freddie Cohen and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. Hey, Steve, keep up the great work and safe travels when you get the chance to do Carolina Panthers and your Giants tomorrow part of the NFL Network, okay? Well, appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. Man, that is a terrible question. I wish I hadn't laughed so quickly because that That's drop right. would be a little bit cleaner. Either way, well, we can figure that out. Right. Thanks to Steve Smith Sr. When Ian Fitzsimmons asked him, would you rather play in the cold, extreme minus 18 heat. degrees, or extreme heat, 100 degrees? And he said, I sweat a lot. That is a terrible a question. Terrible Man, question. that is a terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he, he was smiling it. when he said it. Yeah, exactly. He did. He did. He really did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Goodness man. gracious. If it's too ready to put together. Say, man, hey, you can put more clothes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can warm up on the bench. Absolutely. You only take so much off. Yeah, he said, as much of a sweater as he is, he's like, yeah, that heat thing, nah, that's <laughs> not for me, son. Terrible question. <laughs> ESPN Radio, the ESPN now, Series XM Channel 80, ESPNU with my man Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always hit us on Twitter. Ian's handle, Ian Fitz ESPN, my handle at Coleman ESPN. Nine days away. From college football getting started. All gets started in Dublin, Ireland, as Navy takes on number 13, Notre Dame. The top five teams according to preseason rankings. Of course, Georgia's number one. They got 60 out of 63 first-place votes. Michigan at number two. They got two first-place votes. Ohio State, number three. They got one first-place first vote. Excuse me. Alabama, number four. And LSU, number five. So we know that teams are going to have us excited. I'm taking Georgia out of the equation. They're not going to lose a game until November if they lose any games at all. That potential is not there. What other teams have gotten your attention to say, man, I can't wait to see exactly what that's going to look like. I'm going to put Bama in that category also because we're always going to be excited to see what they have, true. whether you hate or love the Crimson Tide under Nick Saban. That's I mean, true. That's, they're, they're just one of those teams. LSU for me, week one against Florida State. Matter of fact, both of these teams, LSU ranked fifth in the AP poll preseason, Florida State coming in at number eight. Florida State is one of the best defensive lines in the country and in a remarkable story last year and the emergence of Jordan Travis, a quarterback. Right. But, man, you go to LSU, they were in one year under Brian Kelly. We had them week one against, against Florida State in the Superdome last year. This game is a camping world in Orlando coming up on September 3rd. Standalone game on Sunday night. So this is a big recruiting moment also for both of these teams. But LSU week one last year, they couldn't walk and chew gum without like tripping <laughs> over themselves. Fast forward to the end of the season when they're beating Big Bad Bama yeah. in overtime, they were a different team. Harold Perkins at linebacker was a different player. Jaden Daniels at quarterback was a different player. I mean, and now you've got young offensive linemen like Will Campbell at left tackle, who's no longer a freshman, and he played pretty well last year. You get Mason Smith back. LSU to me is one of those squads okay. where I'm looking at not just as a contender in the SEC West, right. but a college football playoff contender. Okay, one team that ha- that I have on my radar, I want to see what Texas is going to do because you mentioned this earlier in the show. It's a good call. 
Maybe the most, not maybe, this is the most talent that Steve Sarkeesian has had. And he has built up a kind of an SEC team because guess what? They and their frenemy Oklahoma going into the SEC next year. So he knew he needed to have that kind of jump start in the final year in the Big 12 to let everybody know that we're going to be ready to dominate this league and then go to the SEC. It's not so much about Arch Manning starting a quarterback, whether that's going to happen or not. He's got two other dudes that he's battling with, and Quinn Ewers was the starting last year. But I want to see exactly how he can manifest that talent because based on that, they should clearly be the best team in the Big 12. But how many times we said that about Texas in the Big 12 having the most talent and falling short of winning a Big 12 championship? I got that team a preseason number 11. I got them circled to see what kind of Texas team we're going to see in their final year in the Big 12 before they head to the SEC with Oklahoma next year. That's a great call. Yeah, And look, it says a lot also when you have a, a talent, at quarterback like Malik Murphy, who was being courted by any school that needed a quarterback to come and hit the NIL and the mm-hmm. portal, right? I mean, right. hit that portal and we're going to get you that NIL money. He stayed. It's going to be Quinn Ewers. That's your starter. Yep. Uh, you know, and He's then, dude. Then it's a battle between Malik and Arch. And I, I think Malik is going to be the backup. Okay. Arch Manning's – look, from what I've been told, he's cool with redshirting. Now, Sark told me he's not going to do that. He wants competition every single week, especially at that position. But he's got four games to redshirt him. So you, you might see Arch in a game or two. Who knows? But it's Quinn Ewers' football team followed up by Malik Murphy. But that's a great call by you because everyone's talking about Texas being back. Yeah, we'll and, see. Yeah, that's To me, they're like the Dallas Cowboys. You got to show it to me when it matters most. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a quick barometer on this team week two in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, especially because, you know, Alabama barely beat them last year in Austin, Texas. And Bryce Young was magnificent because he had no choice but to be in that yep. situation. Now, Alabama with their quarterback, quote unquote, issues. And Nick Saban, whoever he decides, he doesn't play flip flop at that position. If you're going to be his guy, you got to play yourself out and not have to worry about somebody looking over your shoulder. That means that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. But whoever he decides on, if it's Bachner, the transfer from Notre Dame because now they got Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, whoever he decides is going to be playing quarterback, that's going to be interesting because they should have enough skill position people to be kind of an Alabama team that we're used to seeing, even though right now it is Georgia's world and LSU is right behind Alabama in the SEC West. Yeah, and Freddie, let's go a little deeper. Uh, what's going on with Cam Rising at Utah? Yeah. Utah's star quarterback that led him to a Pac-12 championship game last year and another Pac-12 title. You know, he's coming off that ACL. And uh, we got Florida week week one on a Thursday night primetime mm-hmm. with Fowler and the boys and Herbie on the call on ABC. That's That one is going to be interesting, to say the least, because the Utah Utes, that defense might be the best that Morgan Scally, their defensive coordinator, has had. Yeah. And look at the talent he's put out. In the, into the National Football League with Devin Lloyd just like, you know as a, as a, a recent first round pick. Right. So that's yeah. an interesting one and then Texas Tech. You like you like the Watch you out. like them down in Lubbock, the land of Buddy Holly and Janis Joplin. You like them, don't you? Watch out, man. If if they can keep Tyler Shuck their quarterback healthy, they are going to be a team to reckon with. Be careful Oregon week 2. Yeah. Going into the, the Tortilla Heads there at Lubbock at AT&T, it is not going to be easy. That crowd is going to be medieval. Real quick, you mentioned Oregon. The Pac-12 this year, you got USC at number six, Washington at number 10, Oregon at number 15, all leaving after the season is over. And Oregon State at 18. Oregon State at 18. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be interesting, the Pac-12 this year. All those teams saying adios to go to other places for more money. 
and we don't know what kind of conference that well, it's not a conference anymore. What that's going to look like for the future of the Pac-12 with all those teams leaving after this year. Great point, man. It's probably deeper than it has been in years. Yeah, departing. Yeah, exactly. And they're not starting. They're departing. They're all leaving after this year. The Jets' offensive line. Who's going to be starting and who's going to be departing? We'll get to that next. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.